programming note, we have not been able to record episodes weekly like we've wanted to for Starfield Explorers. Reason being, sickness has hit my house. Blame it all on me. So sorry. We're getting back on track. In our YouTube version of the show, we do have B-roll video of the game. We'll try to keep out key events, characters, and moments that would be major spoilers. Thank you so much for being here. Let's get on with the show. Welcome everyone to Starfield Explores, the podcast where we dive deep into Bethesda Game Studios' most ambitious RPG of all time. I'm your host, Antonio, a.k.a. Hypecaster. You can find me and the rest of Team Megadads at megadads.org or Megadads on YouTube. We do have a video version of this show on YouTube, so search out Megadads if you'd like the video version where you can see our faces and all that. We want to hear from you. Please be part of the show and leave a comment or a question under the show posted on YouTube. And again, youtube.com slash Megadads. I'm joined today by my best buds, and it's been way too long. Blame it all on me. I've been sick. I messed up the schedule, and I haven't talked to these guys in too long. Way too long. I miss you. First, I'm joined by my co-pilot, my best bud, the illustrious Clay Howard. How you doing, Clay? I'm doing good. Happy to be back. Sorry it's been a while, guys. We, uh, yeah, we were trying to make it happen, and just life kind of got in the way. But hopefully people are still playing this game, and hopefully... uh, there's still enough to talk about for for a while, so glad to be here. I'm sure they're still playing the game. We are coming to mm. you uh, about one month, so October 1st, so about one month after the release of Starfield, and we have spent quite a bit of time in it. I did want to ask, approximately how many hours have you put in in the first month, Clay? Yes. Play, so play my, time. my current play time is... Two days, twenty-one hours, and twenty-four minutes. So, so how many? Plus what? Two days and what? It's two days, twenty-one Man. hours, twenty-four minutes. Okay, so, so like fifty hours ish. <clears throat> almost three that's, days. That's impressive. That <sighs> is impressive. I it should be way higher. I just I haven't had as much time to play as I was really hoping I would in the first month, to be honest. So every time I sit down, I want to play, but it just other stuff gets in the way, man. But one day. Yep. I feel that. Uh, Clay, again, I missed you. So put your hand up to your webcam. Touch mine. Just put it right there. Touch me. There you go. Thank you. I appreciate it. Let's let's make it weird. (laughs) We are also here joined by the navigator himself, king of the cosmos, guru of galaxies far and wide, David, Big D, Jones. How are you, David? I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I am so happy. You look tired AF. What are you up to? 
<laughs> oh my god. I also was sick last week. Oh. So. Okay. That's part of it. Disease. I was sick all last week, and then yesterday was just me catching up on everything I didn't do for like an entire week because I was sick. Mm-hmm. I hear you. <laughs> and now this is like my first day to like just relax and have fun, so. Well, I mean, when I was sick, I was able to get my Starfield Explorer's time in because I was able to move my hands slightly, so I was able to get some game time in, <laughs> which put me at about uh, two days as well. So right around 42 hours, I believe, is where I ended up last. So less than Clay, I believe. Now, it is your birthday month. Is that not correct? Yes, as we are recording this, tomorrow is my birthday. I but cannot I don't contain know when this is being my excitement. This is amazing. How many times around this planet have you gone? Or wait, oh, no, classified. around the sun, right? Okay, it's classified. Okay, no problem. Classified. <laughs> and what's your <laughs> what's your favorite winter activity and the last four of your socials? So we are so glad to be here with you, David, because you're going to bring the energy. You're, you're going to shrug off that sleepy head look on your face are you wearing a sweatshirt? Oh my god! You're both wearing sweatshirts. Yeah. Oh, come on! You can't yep, be all fall. cuddly and falling asleep like that. Let's go. It's fall, bro. We are in it. We have played Starfield. The whole podcast is about being hyped about it and talking about it. So let's get started. Get to know you. Question. This is our light speed segment, and when we do that, I say to David, David, engage the hyperdrive. Engaging. And David pushed the button. So, our quick get to know you question, super quick. When you make a character in Elder Scrolls games, they give you one of the best things. My favorite thing is choosing the race. Choosing the race. I love it. I think it's so cool. It brings some awesome fantasy elements to the whole thing. And you get certain perks with depending on who you pick, and you know the look drastically changes depending. Who do you pick? I'll go first on this one. Khajiit all the way. Moon sugar. They look like at the kitty cats and they pair. They they talk in like the the third first person. What is it? First person. Yeah, something like that. It's just a very interesting race and culture, and I love the kitty cats. What do you choose, David? Um, usually either like Nord or Britain. Now that you mention it, I do recall you saying that you choose the most vanilla. I don't want to be a lizard man or a walking cat in Elder Scrolls. They're just too weird. <laughs> so you always try to do like a white male, like like you, right? Like no, not always. Not always. Okay. But like not as extreme as like. You know, that lizard man. To me, it's just too much. I don't know. Too much. I guess some people really like it. Yeah. To me, it just feels like that's, I don't know, especially not for my first playthrough. Maybe if I, you know, do it through and through multiple times, doing something really weird, like maybe doing a psychotic lizard man murderer would be fun. But so ca- I don't casting know. magic, the necromancy and raising uh, things from the dead, you know, things like that. It's not too much, but green skin, too much. Scales too much. Yes. 
Okay, racist. Clay, what do you pick? Yeah, I'm usually either a wood elf or like an orc, depending. Something like that. Something a little more unique than the vanilla stuff that David comes up with. Yeah. So. I, I feel like the orc, you know, and the whole like like melee build and strength heavy, like you gotta do that. You gotta do go that way on a on a run through in these games to like have some fun with it because it is it is radically different. Typically typically in Bethesda games. I'm glad we touched on it because today's main segment <clears throat> is all about Starfield's character creator. We've experienced it, obviously, all of us. We've each made a character. I've made three. What do we think about it? Is it good or not? Any takeaways that we have? How does it compare to other character creators that Bethesda has done and other games that are coming out, the new stuff? Did it satisfy us? I'll start with, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. David. Yes. Um <laughs> I mean, Come on, speaking dude. of comparing it to, uh, don't you laugh at me? Well, it might be come over there. <laughs> um, comparing it to past Bethesda um, character creators, I thought it was it was pretty much what I was expecting. Um, it had all the little facial tweaks, lots of different options, backgrounds. Uh, I don't think it doesn't really have the crazy races this time. So if you're into your lizard men and cat people, then you might be a little bit disappointed. Um, but um, as in comparing to the other games, I created a Baldur's Gate 3 character right before I played this, mm. and, I, and I must say that that was significantly more advanced, and I was slightly disappointed. But I mean, I wasn't going to say I was disappointed. I knew it. What, what, I knew it was no way it was going to be as in-depth as Baldur's Gate 3's character creator, because mm-hmm. that was just so outstride the ordinary. But um, I do think the bar is starting to probably be raised a little bit with character creation and maybe they'll step it up for Elder Scrolls 6 a little bit and just kind of completely go all out, but we'll see. It's interesting because with the setting, right, they're like, you are a human. Like, you know, there's no race options or anything like that. Right off the bat, comparing it to Elder Scrolls is, it's disappointing in that way, right? Like, to me. Um, you don't have that type of uh, freedom. It was—it's a strange thing to be able to be a you know reptilian thing or you know an elf or something like that. And I like that. Now in in something like Fallout Four, even in that, I thought the experience was more interesting. I was like blown away by the way that they just presented it, and you're like in the mirror, um, and you know sculpting your face being able to switch between you know the man and woman like oh let me uh take a a turn with the mirror and like just the little touches and i felt like this one was a little soulless we talked um as spoiler free as possible in one of our other episodes about the intro and basically you're coming out of an accident and it's like hey do you remember any of this and it's just a slate and it felt a little flat to me um overall clay what do you think yeah, I agree with what you just said. It, it felt a little flat as far as, like, personality. Um, I don't know. I don't normally get super excited about this character creation stuff, especially since you can't really see it. Uh, I don't think I've seen my face mm-hmm. in the game since, like, the maybe the first hour. And then after that, I'm pretty much wearing a helmet the entire time. 
Well, which brings up a whole other subject that I want to talk about at some point down the road of just how not fluid it is between changing between your like spacesuit and your regular outfits. And maybe I'm missing something there, but I just always end up wearing my spacesuit because it doesn't auto put it on when you need it, which is dumb. Anyway, um, I tried really hard on this one to make my character look like me because for some reason in Fallout 4, I was able to do a pretty darn good job of making my guy look like me. Like I was actually pretty impressed that I did it and I could not get even close on this one. I don't know what happened. I don't know if I just was missing something, but I was really struggling to make this dude look like me. So eventually I just kind of like gave up and was like, ah, all right, close enough. But I don't think he looked very cool. I'd rather have done something completely different and just, uh, instead of trying to make it look like me. So I don't know. I feel, I felt like it was a little simplistic in, in the options they, they provided. I felt like it could have used some more options. And then I also felt like the hair didn't look very good. So, yeah. Yeah. uh, it just kind of had a rough, weird look to it. So I wasn't overly impressed. I do think the user interface is, is a decently good looking interface. Like I, I like, the overall art style of this game and people crap on the menu system but i think it looks nice so that's part yeah, that's something but yeah i i just i didn't have as much fun with it as i was thinking i was going to and so i probably would have spent more time with it if i felt like i had more to explore i felt like i kind of tried all my options pretty quickly and so i was like i'm just gonna move on because it, it wasn't really doing what i wanted so you bring up like a couple of very good points. I, I expect that they built the character creator in a way where if I'm not mistaken, you have to start with some type of base uh, face, right? And then you can manipulate it from there. Um, I think that they sculpted a couple different looks and they said, okay, this is what we want to give them. Like it's a little bit more this is the overall look of what humans should look like in this in this world instead of giving you that freedom and we'll be happy with all the combinations they can make of what we're giving them with the tools and they can only go so far with it um i think they definitely went in a way where they didn't want people to make like outlandish characters and and stuff like that um yeah. you can make you know hulky bulky or ugly like characters uh, and you still can if you like mess with the eye spacing and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But I do think that in the way they built it, they had something in mind and they say, let's give them these tools compared to other games. Let's be real. It is way behind, um, which is a shame. But the Clay brings up another good point. You don't see yourself that often. Um, if you go into the character screen, I do see my face quite often when I'm going into the menu to equip or like jumping to the map. There's that where your uh, person is in the center and then everything else is in the quadrants around you. It's what, what Clay is talking about is at certain moments you are forced into a spacesuit because if you don't wear it, you're getting, um, you're dead in space. Uh, you're companions that are with you will automatically switch to plain clothes and there are many plain clothes undergarment options which is just like shirt pants um and they have certain stats associated with them mm -hmm. and they look really good like the clothing i believe and i really like them 
um, you have them on under your suit at all times. So if you want to flip them out, you won't visually see them, but they're under there giving you the stat bonus. Now, the companion will auto switch. If you just happen to land on a planet that has breathable atmosphere, they will go out in plain clothes, which was awesome. I'm like, oh, my person right here is in plain clothes. Like, this must be breathable atmosphere. I didn't notice. And even in one voice line, they're like, you know, you don't need your suit right now. Like, they told Mm. me, I'm like, this is great. And then I had my suit on automatically, and it just continues with that where it does not auto take it off. I believe you can say helmet off in breathable spaces automatically, but not whole body change, which it needs to be patched in. It would it would make a big difference. I'm in a spacesuit all the time, just like you, Clay. I'm like, man, I mean, it looks good. You know, it's not like it's, you know, and I don't feel out of place. It's like he just came in from outside. It's fine. But I like the clothes. I want to see myself in there. And sometimes I will take those extra seconds to take it off because I'm like, I just bought this suit from the store. I want to look cool. And I do. You know, I want to mm-hmm. role play in yeah. that way. So interesting. I usually do the same. I, well, I take it off usually until it makes me put it back on, mm-hmm. and then I just leave it on for a while. But I do like to be able to, even when you have your spacesuit off, I like to be able, a lot of your clothes, you'll be able to see your real hands. Mm-hmm. And I even like that. Even in first person, I, I kind of like like that better mm-hmm. than just the spacesuit glove arms, which I think look kind of boring. So I, I kind of wish, yeah, it was just maybe a cosmetic thing. That when I'm in unbreathable air, it just goes on and then goes off. Like you said, that'd be a really good feature. I've thought about this a lot about like how much we would nitpick, right? Like in these things and doing a deep dive on a focused part of the game. But I think it's good to demand more, to to want more. And I believe that other games have done things better. Clay, you mentioned the hair. To me, the faces look way better than past Bethesda games. It looks, I was so surprised at some of these companions and the people you're talking to a lot. I'm like, these look good. And and I was super taken aback. In the character creator, if you select brown eyes, you have such like a, a like a humanness to you. There's no like uncanny valley, valley there. But the second you go to certain hairstyles, hair colors, eye colors, it does not look good you look like a weird doll or mannequin of some type it's just it's just weird i mean the hair matters i mean come on nail the hair get somebody whoever they had for you know going back to the the undersuits and the suits and and the uh even they have pajamas in there they have all sorts of clothing in the game and it all looks fantastic they nailed it from style to texture uh of the the materials i thought it was really great so it would be nice if they nailed that type of stuff right david did any of that bother you the little stuff the hair and all of that um i mean i went through them all and i found some i liked and that was it I mean, it was a comparable experience to most games where it's like 90% of the hairstyles I would never use anyway. And then I pick like, usually there's like three or four that I actually like that I pick from. And it didn't seem any more or less than other games that I played. Um, It definitely looks way better than Oblivion did. I always think about that (laughs) character creator where you create these 
absolute monstrosities of people where they gave you almost too control too much control over the faces you can just look like an absolute monster <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> which true. is kind of has its own charm and i'm sure there's a matter of some people that will kind of miss that but yeah it is it's limited in the fact that they don't really let you create monstrosities anymore they have to look human speaking of the overall experience and i thought about this later the lack of creating yourself where there's no stats um, similar to like Fallout, if you go to um, take any of them, but just New uh, New Vegas, <clears throat> the machine where it's like you know test your strength and that's like filling up the bars and choosing your stats. I I was thinking about my stats throughout the whole lead up to the game, and then slowly, very late, realized I'm not gonna select stats. They didn't do that this time, and I. It was one of my favorite things. And by extension, the perk system and the skills, the starting investment and kind of your your build, quite honestly, I didn't like it. I thought, I felt like, you know, if you go to Baldur's Gate, incredible deep options uh, in this way of kind of who you want to be in Fallout games previous. Loved it. What are your thoughts, Clay? Um... Uh, let's see. I I, th- I was a little confused by. Yeah, yeah. I guess I. Yeah, I agree with you. Is that what you were asking me about? Did I miss the stats? I, all of it. Just give me. I want to open your soul to me. I want. I want. I want to see it. <laughs> Take it out. <laughs> so are you, are we talking about traits right now? What are we talking about? Character creation and the fact that in other games you're able to do stats. That's completely absent here. And I just felt overall with um, stats, skills, and perks limited. Yeah, you're you like th- like the strength and stuff you're talking about. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, luck. I don't know. Dexterity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like all that stuff. So I, I, but to be honest, I guess I didn't really even notice that it wasn't there until mm-hmm. you mentioned it. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's not there. Yeah, this is the first time I realized it wasn't there either. Oh, okay. <laughs> so maybe yeah. it's not as big a deal to some people. I don't know. I feel like I'm- yeah, I, I like it too. But I mean, honestly, I ne- I assumed that somewhere in the menus I could look at my stats. I just have never tried to do it. But so I agree with you that I wish it was there. But at the same time, I guess I didn't miss it. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't realize it was God. Plus, I feel like in every game, I always do the same stats when I start out. I always, like, max out strength and then maybe, like, bump up dexterity or something. But I don't know. I've just ne- I've rarely ever found myself um, changing those. And maybe if you wanted to play the game over and have a different experience, you could not start with so much strength and up your luck or whatever. So there, there could be some replayability with that, but... I just never found myself doing that. And it is a Fallout-specific thing. I'm not saying that it had to be in there. I was just saying I liked it, and I was kind of hoping that it would be. Um, What this game does with the after the physical appearance is you get to select your background, right? So it gives you a general idea of kind of who you're going to be. I uh, did want to talk about our builds, and I made a couple characters because I realized that I built mine quote-unquote wrong i'm like i now that i know how some of this works i restarted plus i needed to go back again to do gameplay recordings etc so i ended up making three characters experimented a lot and it's something i would typically do in other games so my background i landed on was xenobiology 
And what ends up happening is when you come out from your accident and your character creation, it's basically like, oh, you're this, you know, and this is how you got to the mining place you're at. And they do a, a throwaway line uh, that says kind of like, oh, I didn't realize you were there. Like, oh, I would have assumed that as a scientist, you would have, you know, just something. And it's like one sentence and they move on. Mm-hmm. For xenobiology, it had these... Uh, options will come up later and be available dialogue choices contextually depending on if the situation says you know what in this situation a a xenobiologist would it makes sense that they would say something like this it just so happened that xenobiology kind of has um in my opinion kind of like is very routed with the story somewhat so it, it pops up quite a bit i believe um but I was wondering what you guys selected and if you like this system of saying, hey, you know what? We got to we got to have them have a background and this is how we're going to do it. What do you think, David? I'm 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 fine with it. It does seem a little so far. It seemed kind of pointless what I actually picked because all I did is preview a few skills. Agreed. And only at the beginning did I get like one slight difference of dialogue. I haven't seen any more dialogue changes by my background so it seems like it's more of just an arbitrary here you get three freebies but it doesn't really affect your build long term it's just it's nice i guess it's fine but it, it barely seems mentionable as like a core part of the character creation it's a tab so i gotta say it's a tab it's like you know yeah. you're going to, it's a tab mm-hmm. clay what do you think yeah so i chose bounty hunter uh which which, as far as I know, directly impacts me quite often. Uh, more often than not, when I come out of uh, hyperdrive, there's uh, bounty hunters waiting for me uh, to attack me and try to kill me. And so it's a lot more space combat. Uh, I was expecting it to be uh, hand-to-hand on, on, on planet combat, which I more prefer than the space combat. No offense to the space combat, but it's just like... <laughs> You're trying to get somewhere, and it's just some dude like, all right, we're going to shoot you down. And it's like, really? Okay, come on. Um, there's that part of it. Uh, the, an interesting thing that it does that I hadn't thought about, there's there's bounty hunters, but then there's also bounty protectors. Yeah. I, I think that's the correct word. And it's basically these dudes that protect you in space from the bounty hunters because they want you to survive long enough so that your bounty goes up so that they can eventually then turn around and kill me and make more money. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's ever going to like play out like, Hey, I'm that guy who's been protecting you all this time. I think even at one point I just started attacking them and I was able to kill them. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know how that fully works. Uh, The only other thing I noticed with the bounty hunter, uh, there's a, there's a part in the game. This isn't really a big spoiler where you go into this, this building to get something and when you get there uh there's this these guys that have uh set up a um they're gonna jump you basically it's a i don't know what the word is they're trying to sting a setup yeah it's mm-hmm. like a, you're being set up but i had a voice uh voice option when i was talking to this guy and it said bounty hunter in parentheses and it said there's bounty hunters there isn't there's bounty hunters here isn't there and the guy's like, yep, you're, I don't know how you knew that. And it's like, so that was kind of cool. Like, I don't know what would happen if I hadn't had that option. Maybe I would have walked into hmm. 
into the surprise and 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 not realize it or maybe it was just a different way of seeing the line than everybody else got i don't know um but that's the only thing i've really noticed but i don't know sometimes i just feel interesting though because they must be these must affect it in various you know maybe some more affect it more extreme than others because i have yet i picked pilgrim and i have yet to see a single dialogue choice show up for pilgrim huh so maybe there's only maybe there's a certain situation or a certain place that it does really affect it that I just haven't seen, and yours is just more in your face because it's bounty hunter. I don't know. Maybe. It's weird. Yeah, and then obviously there's different ones that have. Uh, are these are the background? This is the one where you can have like parents, right? That's not a trait. It's so a background. Well, that's a trait. That's yeah. a trait. So what we okay. have is when you select your background, it's basically saying they give you a jump on three starting. Uh, skills and they invest one point in each for you. So for bounty hunter, I believe it's piloting, uh, ba- jetpacks, and was it shooting or what was the third one? I forget. Uh, but yeah, it, I can't even remember. it gives you that dialogue choice that I had mentioned. Then it also gives you, like, hey, you're better at these things, <clears throat> which is which is nice. But I think we're all on the same page that just the way that was executed was a bit lacking. It, it's not terrible and you don't think about it too much as you go but in an rpg sense and what they wanted to give you they ran into a lot of problems with the start of the game and kind of what options they were going to give you to really shape who you are um it's just not like elder scrolls it's not like a fallout it's not like others um and i guess that's okay um but I was expecting something different. I think that's just fair to say. And and that's fine. Um, I want to hear a little bit more about your builds. And next episode, we are going to do more of a deep dive into the skills. Because there's a lot of them. And some of them are really dope. Some of them suck. Uh, David, what was your thing? So, Pilgrim, and you looked, I assume, like yourself, right? You were a, a dude. White dude. Physically. Um, I, I what, why are you asking? Why do you care? Why do I care what you look like yeah. in the game? I don't know. Yeah, we're talking about... Talk, no, Character you went from like, creative. hey, so let's talk about, hey, what do you look like? Yeah, so in game, I was just wondering where you went with your looks. Um, no, I actually did not play a white dude this time. <gasps> well, that's that's good I for you, not. David. I did. That's I good. didn't. Expand your no, I decided to be a green-haired, like, cyberpunk Sweet. Asian chick. I like so, it. That, that was who I played. I'm proud yeah. of you, David. Uh, I, yeah, the, I, I, I last... Honestly, the last, every other Bethesda game I ever played, I tried to make a character that looked like me, and I was just like, I'm just going to do something weird this time. And you don't and like stealth, so you usually go guns blazing. Would you say that yeah. you continued that in your in who you are? Are you are you a good person, evil? Um, or- no, I'm I'm for the most part I'm I'm basically until I, they make me do the stealth. I will always avoid violence and take the high road. But if they're like, you got to sneak in here and you know, and if that's the good choice to sneak into it, I'll just kill everybody instead. <laughs> like, I don't care. You're not making me do stealth in the video game. Sorry about this. <laughs> I don't care how many innocents I have to murder. That's disturbing. Thank you for, for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, I, 
I created, I landed on, I made a couple, but I landed on a character named Red. He's an old man with like balding, like red hair, one of the darker shades of eyes because they look the best. And I was like, this guy is like a scientist, xenobiologist background. And I really wanted to go in with, um, the background has laser weapons as one of the perks. So I'm like, I'm really going to try to not do the ballistic you know, regular weapons. Like, I want to dive into the more <clears throat> fun, quirky aspects of what the game will eventually bring me. And, you know, good guy overall, you know, just tries to do right and all that. So that's kind of where I landed. Clay? Yeah, so my guy, mostly good. Uh, I pretty much only use ballistic weapons. Uh, I'm a pistol guy, so I can oh, pretty yeah. much... You did it. You did it. I'm proud of you. Oh, my God. Went... There's great pistols in the game. Yeah. I, I've i got it where my pistol perk is completely, like, maxed out. I have oh. a... I have, like, a fully modified pistol. I can pretty much shoot everybody in, like, one or two shots. Uh, my pistol burns people with fire, so... <sighs> Like it's pretty dope, and it's just like uh, I just go around buying all the ammo for that pistol if I can find it, and rarely use other weapons. And it's fun; uh, I'm having a blast. It's just running around with this little pistol, and uh, I try to do good. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. I don't believe you in the slightest. I do. I, I seriously do. I try do. to do good. Um, and there, there's only been a couple times where I've like had to do things that i didn't want to do but it was like no other option the line thing right. wouldn't work and i just kind of had to go for it but it's been fun well, I, like I was also annoyed that there's there's a lot of people that i wanted to just get out of the situation by offing and then i couldn't like there's a, especially on neon where there's all these like kind of shady drug dealers and people and i was like why do i have, can i just murder them all <laughs> 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 they wouldn't let me do it bummer you yeah, really like love that murder, i wanted to yeah. yeah like i wanted to take out all the space meth people but it just doesn't seem possible we cut it out of one of our other episodes and i did want to actually get it out there because it is a tab in the character creator is the traits and i almost didn't get to it so traits are alien dna dream home empath extrovert uh, Freestar Collective Setter, Settler, Hero Worship, Introvert, Kid Stuff, Neon Street, Rat, Raised Enlightened, Raised Universal, Serpents Embrace, Space, Taskmaster, Terraformer, United Colonies Native. So what is this? This is basically saying, oh, as part of your background, one of your traits are is you were born here, you're in this culture, um, you subscribe to this religion already, you know, by default, that's part of your background you had experimentation done with you with alien dna so you have you sacrifice like oxygen level for for like hp or something like that and then there's the really unique ones which is like dream home where you start with a nice apartment with a big mortgage um and things like that so the hero worship one was one that i wanted to talk about i don't think any of us said that we picked it and it was with somebody just like in the other in the elder scrolls game where you have a a perky little annoying dude like following you and he's like oh my god it's you and like gives you like <laughs> gifts every once in a while and just follows you around and bugs you um i don't think we any of us picked that um for mine i was alien dna that sounded awful i know <laughs> i was alien dna and then i believe i did freestar collect no i did uh you know 
United Colonies Native, and then I did uh, where they have people bounty hunting you, um, so people periodically attack you, just like Clay said. So they actually do come on foot. If you're on a planet, they will land, and they'll march toward you to try to kill you. Have you seen that? Apparently not. No, I don't think I've ever seen. But Spoiler, maybe they I land might cut and this. I'm... I'll, I might cut this. No. But it happens. So I like it okay. because I like the action and I want more of it. And when you kill people, you get their things. So that's me. That's me. Clay, Okay. what other traits did you have? I think we may have done like almost the same, if I remember. You did alien DNA, didn't you? I did not. I did... Um... Neon Street Rat. So I was born on the streets of Neon. Gives you basically special dialogue options. uh, Better rewards for some missions on Neon. Uh, Crime bounty by other factions is greatly increased. Uh, So I don't know. I don't know why I picked that. I just thought it sounded cool. Uh, Wanted. Yeah, that's the one we're talking about. Wanted. Someone put a price in your head. Um, Okay, so maybe I was getting that confused with Bounty Hunter. I don't know. Uh, And then space. Your body has become acclimated to space. Health and oxygen are increased when in space, but decreased when on the surface. Mm. Um, So, I don't know. That one's kind of annoying. Like, I don't... I don't, like, love it per se. But I did notice one time when I was at the doctor getting healed up from all of these, like, status effects I had... Uh, there was an option you can pay the doctor, like it was a lot of money, and they'll, <laughs> that's and he'll get rid of that spaced thing for you. So that's, that's cool, though. That it was, you know, it's kind yeah. of tied into that as right. a mechanic. That's that's cool. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a, um, I think, man, what is it called? There's a, a sci-fi uh, show on Amazon. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember. But basically, they have uh, in their lore about, you know, the future and people in space that they have um, very different traits as far as their body being acclimated to space and never really setting foot on planets. And throughout the show, they kind of, you know, say, oh, you're very sensitive to light. Your bones are not as dense and all that. I think that's really cool. I, I think we know that they don't go too deep into that, um, which is sad. Um, this is just, you know, a stat thing, you know, kind of surface level. So right. that kind of sucks. But it's a cool it's a cool thing. I wish they had gone deeper. Uh, David, do you recall your traits? Yeah, I was... Um, <clears throat> I can't remember exactly every finer detail, but I had introvert, which I know makes you more powerful when you don't have companions, mm. which I know that I would never going to volunteer to have a companion. So I, that would <laughs> made a lot of sense. <laughs> Um, I had the one that gives you your parents. I just thought that was super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, though I think I had the glitch where apparently this happens sometimes where your dad just looks like he had tons of plastic surgery. <laughs> <laughs> so that so my dad looks weird AF, um, but he's there. Everyone's like dad looks them. weird, man. It's fine. Yeah, and the other one was. Um, Oh, I can't remember the names of all the religions. It was one of the. I think it was, was the. Was it the serpents and grace? Not the serpent. Oh, okay. the ser- ser- Enlightened. Ser- the, raised enlightened. Ra- raised enlightened. Or raised universal. Universal is. I think it was universal. I think universal is the more sort of traditional religion one, right? Yeah, I think enlightens are yeah. more atheists, and they're like, it's on us to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
The Enlightens are the atheists. The Serpents are the weird, like, the Serpent is coming to kill you. Don't judge, David. Let's convert everyone. It's Dude, I haven't even I haven't more. even got into the religious stuff in this game yet. Like, you know, you know what? <laughs> I've got some work I mean, to do. It's not even a spoiler, but generally in the game, there's so much. A theme of the game is that you could play for a hundred hours and not touch a certain element. You know, whether it's a story thing or a gameplay aspect, and that's just a running theme. Now, I figured out that they are not shoving the religion stuff down your throat, and I think it's by design. You really have to seek it out to start the interactions with all of that. And I think it's by design because they were anticipating that people may generally not enjoy it. And they're like, let's put it in there, but not make them do it. And I just have a feeling uh, that that's how they had it play out. Interesting. We are going to deep dive into the skills because it's a huge part. The most the most important part, the more, the one that influences the actual game the most are uh, the traits, <clears throat> I'm sorry, the uh, skills, right? Let me get the right term here. Skills that you get in the game. We're doing a deep dive on that next episode, so please join us. Thank you so much for listening to Starfield Explorers and being with us through this journey. We're enjoying the game so much. We're playing the hell out of it, and we want you to, oh, okay, we'll read the, we'll read the comments on the next show because we did get comments, so this is great. I will read on the next show, but please be part of the show. Leave a comment on the YouTube uh, episodes, and we really appreciate you listening. We will see you next time as we continue to travel through the stars. Mm